Hello, my friends. It's the second day of November. I'm Paul White, and this is the Deeper Daily Podcast. We're midway through the week. I hope you're having a great week. I want to encourage you as you go along the way to spend some time reveling in the goodness of your loving Father, realizing that He's working tragedy and heartbreak and mistakes and trials and tribulations to your good. He's not making them happen to you, but he's not abandoning you in them. Let's trust the Father is doing his work and know that he walks through those things with us. And I'm just believing God for you as we continue this week. I want to remind you that we're doing a long form Friday in a couple of days. This is a sit down with my dad. I was in Poplar Bluff, Missouri recently. He and I sat down with the uh, microphones and the laptop and just had a good conversation. I'll tell you more about that conversation tomorrow, and we'll play it for you on Friday. Today, we move on in the Apostles' Creed to the line, I believe in the Holy Spirit. And this is another moment in the Creed, the second moment we've used the phrase, I believe in. If you'll recall, the Creed opens with, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ. So technically, it says, I believe, um, two times, but in practice, we believe three times. We believe in God the Father, and we believe in Jesus Christ, and then here, we believe in the Holy Ghost. And so there's an affirmation of the Trinity in the Apostles' Creed, and the, the belief in the Holy Spirit comes at the ideal moment of the creed. I'll explain that in a moment, but first I want to read for you the words of our Lord Jesus from John chapter 14. I want to read verses 18, 19, and 20, and we'll jump ahead and read verses 25 and 26. This this happens in a moment when Jesus is preparing the disciples for the time where he would be absent from them. And he says to them, I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. Uh, Now let's jump ahead to 25. I have said these things to you while I'm still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. I would say that up until this point, if the creed ended with Jesus coming to judge the living and the dead, it would be a little depressing. Now, I I don't mean there's not good stuff in it, but it would be a little depressing in that all we have is is waiting the arrival of Jesus. Without this moment where we believe in the Holy Spirit, we're still orphans. We just read it in John 14. I'm not going to leave you. Orphans, I'm coming to you. But then Jesus explains what he means is that I'm coming to you as the Holy Spirit, as the advocate. The Father's going to send him in my name. He's going to teach you everything. So when Jesus says, I'm not leaving you orphaned, he's not talking about his return at whenever. He's talking about the arrival of the Holy Spirit. In fact, he uses the word parakletos in the Greek. And parakletos is the one who literally is called to be by you, called to stand by you. It was a legal term. In the, in the court, a paraclete would be your defender, maybe even your advocate. 
but it would also be the one who in times of sorrow would cry on your behalf. A paraclete was a mourner who walked alongside you in the moments of crises so that you didn't cry alone. Isn't that something? And I'd like to remind all of you that when you cry, your paracletos cries. He holds your hand. When you hurt, he hurts. So that you're not orphaned in the midst of your mourning and you're not orphaned in the midst of your suffering. Without the Holy Spirit, we would be orphaned with good stories about our absent parent. Think about it. Jesus told them all about the Father, showed them how the Father lived and loved. Then Jesus died in front of them, and then he resurrected. And then they are so excited. He's back. This is it. They get to the base of the mountain in Acts chapter 1, and they say, is this the moment? Maybe this is the time when you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel. And then Jesus says, don't worry about that kind of stuff. What you are going to do is not worry about what God's going to do. You're going to receive the promise of the Father, and it's going to give you the equipment that you need. And then he disappears again. But they've seen him. And so his ascension into heaven tells them he's real. The descent of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost is the very thing they were promised that would keep them from being orphans. So when we say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, I'm not placing my faith in the Holy Spirit. I'm just believing that the Holy Spirit is parallel to my belief in God as my Father and in Jesus as His Son, my Savior. To say I believe in the Holy Spirit says something about my faith in Jesus' ability to keep His Word. He promised He would leave me not an orphan. He would give me the parakletos. When I say I believe in the Holy Spirit, I'm saying I believe Jesus isn't a liar. Jesus isn't a liar and God the Father doesn't abandon his kids. The Holy Spirit is evidence that God the Father doesn't abandon his kids and Jesus isn't a liar. And so whenever I say I believe in the Spirit, I am claiming that in the Spirit is the equivalent of in Jesus. That if I believe the Holy Spirit came to keep me from being an orphan, then I believe that in the Holy Spirit I have Jesus in me. You could say it this way. Being in the Spirit is being in Jesus. And Paul assured the Roman church in Romans 5 that they were in the Spirit if they are in Christ Jesus. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I want to say a little more about it tomorrow. There's a lot I like to say about the Holy Spirit. I never try to drag these out, but I do want to get into holy a little bit, um, holiness. And I want to talk a little bit about power because I come up in a tradition where if you talked about the Holy Spirit, the only thing you talked about was power. Well, I don't want to try to move so far the other way that I abandoned talking about power. But what is that power of the Holy Spirit? So we'll get into some of those things tomorrow on the third day of November, which will be Thursday. And But we are going to take a break, and we probably will not be finished with this portion of the creed. And we're going to give you a long-form Friday, and I'm going to tell you about that long-form Friday a little bit tomorrow as well. We'll see you then. God bless.